Hello, and welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Alyssa. That was a really aggressive hello. <laughs> it was a lot louder than I thought it was going to be. I just said hello. It was very... I was welcoming my, the listeners. My headphones were a little rough there. Uh, see, I have a hat on, so the hat is muffling a little you bit. have a buffer. Buffer. Fuck a buffer. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to episode aggressive. 27. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Um, it's that time of year. It's December in New York. It is winter is coming. Ho, ho, ho. Although today, how do you spell ho, ho, ho? H-O-H-O-H-O-U, bitch. Hey. hey. <laughs> oh, my God. It's that time of year where it's supposed to be cold. It is disgustingly warm outside. It is not okay for December temperatures. I want snow. I want the whole thing. The Floridian in me needs the whole winter aspect now. Yeah, this this rain or this mist or whatever this is, this mm. sucks. It, it sucks. It's awful, and it doesn't make me in the uh, the very holiday spirit. And on that note, we're excited to bring you guys the holiday edition of Keeping It Together. For the next few weeks, we're going to be talking the holiday bullshit. So today is the holiday season Spelled S-Z-N. Because I like to be trendy. Sabrina's giving me this death glare. I hate you. Like, come on, it's great. It's great. It's a thing. (laughs) Anyways, this week's Treat of the Week, uh, inspired by one of my favorite podcasts, Wine and Coffee Cups. I just, I really love that they're from my hometown and they're doing the damn thing. It's a... It's a Cabernet, and it is intrinsic, and it's got this beautiful design on this. This woman wearing this like gorgeous red flowy dress. She's dancing away. It makes me think it's going to be a great wine. Um, <laughs> it sound I don't know. It's I like I judge my wine based off what they look like. I do too. You know, I do too. I'll, I'll, I'll you know pick how the prettiest not, bottle. You're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but I judge a wine by its cover. Yeah. If it's not very inviting, I'm not going to drink it. <laughs> And I was really surprised by this. It has a really nice flavor, not super oaky. You can taste a lot of the fruit essence. Look at you go. I know. You're I'm like using, really into this wine. I'm, I'm like, just let me drink it. Drink the wine. I'm not stopping you from drinking it. I'm just describing it I've, for our listeners, man. I know. <laughs> Take a drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be a good episode. It's good. I wanted to kind of start this just because it's such a... It's such a big time of year. Everybody looks forward to the holidays, or some people don't look forward to it at all. And there's so many different meanings when it comes to it. You know, like when we were kids, it was like Santa and like this whole almost like fake atmosphere of it that we've taken as we've gotten older. And now that we're older and we're in this like really weird time. It's very it, weird. It, the meaning changes, you know? What for you, like when we get in this time of year, you love Christmas and shit. I do, and I think, I so, technically, I guess I'm, like, Church of Christ Christian. Um, mm, so, you know, like, the holidays for mm-hmm. me were church, Jesus' birthday, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And also Santa, you know. Cause it was very him. religious for it me was, growing up, because I also went to yeah, religious school. It was, like, religious, but then there was also the Santa aspect. Um, and then as I got older, I found out Santa doesn't exist. And How old were you when you found out he didn't exist? I was seven, and I found out he didn't exist because I found out the tooth fairy didn't exist. Ooh, so you put two and two together. I put two and two together, and I was like, does that mean Santa isn't real? <laughs> I never believed in the tooth fairy as a kid, but I was very convinced Santa was until I was about... Six. It was my right after my brother had been born. He wasn't even a year old yet. And I remember he was crying that night and my dad was putting stuff out under the tree. 
and I went to go take care of my brother because at the time I really wanted to be the big sister and whatever. So I would go out and I went to go change his diaper and I saw my dad eating cookies on the couch like having a, a glass of wine, and I was like, "What?" And there were all these gifts out here, and I was like, "What are you doing? You, Santa needs to get here." And my dad goes, "I'm Santa," and I was like, "Dad, <laughs> I'm Santa." <laughs> he doesn't remember it to this day, but I remember it vividly because we were still in. My parents were doing the house at the time, and we were in this really small apartment. And my brother and I like shared a room, and I, for some reason, was sleeping in my parents' room because I was over it. It was like six months of having my brother, my baby brother around, and I was not having it. <laughs> and I was already pissed off. And then that's when I found out Santa wasn't real. Wow, damn, what a time. What a time, man. What a time. I mean, but yeah, so when, when you're little, you know, it's it's all about that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, as I've gotten older, there's been separation from, I wouldn't say I'm not religious, but like I really don't go to church. Like I don't have as strong as a faith yeah. as other people. So. It used to be a thing in my family. We went to church every year on Christmas Eve and for a while Christmas and then it became only Christmas Eve. And now for the past like three years, we just haven't gone. It's a lot of like, not that I, I don't know. My faith is a very weird situation. I know I'm at the point in my life where I know there's something out there, but I don't know what it is. Now I question shit. That's... So if I go to church, it's like I'm not fully there. Yeah. I'm not. It's not where I am anymore. Yeah. I mean, I guess for me, like, I'm always going to know that there's there, there's someone looking out for me just with my with my past and what I've been with through. Like, how, I know how big this universe is. Yeah. There 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 has to be there's, something. There's something. Um. I don't know what. I don't know what it is anymore, but it's definitely something way bigger and greater and more intellectual than I am or that the human oh, race for is. Sure. So why, like, and Maybe I, it's Santa. Who knows? Santa really <laughs> could be real. You never know. You never know. One day, um, some old man with a white beard walking down the street claiming he's Santa. He could be it, or he could just be a homeless man. That's true. I mean, one of the two. <laughs> in, in this city, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if a homeless man came up to me and said, Hi, I'm Santa. <laughs> And if I was drunk enough, I'd be like, oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really, there? Um, no, I would I would say that now that I am older, mm-hmm. um, holidays just mean more about togetherness for me. Um, you know, you'll have your holiday parties where, like, everybody gets, everybody gets together to celebrate. Everybody um, gets drunk. For, for, like, work or, like, for me, <sighs> growing up, we used to have this family party at my grandparents' mm-hmm. house. Um, huge family. Uh, a lot of family on my dad's side, and mm-hmm. this was where we would all um, gather for Christmas. It would be their house. Yeah. And it was your tradition. Everybody un- would come together as a family in, like, one place at one time every year. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, um, you know, my grandparents passed away when I was in high school. So 2009 was, like, the last time we really had, like, one full family gathering. Um, and now when it comes down to it, I don't actually see a lot of my blood family during the holidays. I mm, see a lot of – interesting. Um, I see a lot of like my friends, like your chosen kind of family, stuff. the family ex- you you created. Yeah, for example, uh, when I when I when I go home, I'm already getting texts about this in this group chat that I'm in. But me and my friends in high school, um, told you about my friend Nikki. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, her parents throw this Christmas Eve party every year, and it's technically for their family, but all these other people show up. So me and my friends, and then also my parents, and like their their friends and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just this group of people full of love, full of happiness and just that togetherness moment. That that is what I enjoy most about the holidays. So with that being said, that's interesting you bring up you haven't seen some of those people since your grandparents had this party and whatever. Do you think 
mm. the holidays are a forced like time to see family, do you think people feel op- more obligated to do it now than like other points in the year? Oh, for sure. Definitely for sure. Because growing up, that's when families would gather would be for the holidays. Like mm-hmm. that's that's just the stigma, I guess. A lot of times now the holidays are considered like hom- there's Hallmark holidays now because Hallmark as a company would create cards in these moments. They had great advertising and marketing for it. Let me tell you, their advertising to sell shit during that time really historically floored this whole giving season, so to speak. And for a long time, Christmas was never considered this, like, Hallmark holiday because it was bringing families together and making people do stuff as opposed to, like, Easter or Valentine's Day or, like, those type of Hallmark holidays. Now Christmas is being considered a Hallmark holiday because people feel obligated and forced to buy gifts, make sure they're seeing people getting together with others, doing these big elaborate parties. Do you think now it's transformed into a Hallmark holiday? I think in a way... Yeah, because people are more focused on like the getting. People don't focus enough on the give and Black more on the Friday get. deals now are the day before, like Thanksgiving and or the day before. Yeah, now. it's not which even is also stupid. It's like, so why? stupid. Why cut into family time, a forced family time, but at least wanted family time to start shopping for these like material items and these material things to give to people? You know. Mm-hmm. Experience gifts will always be better than any materialistic gift, and those experiences are just spending time with people. Oh, my God. 110%. Like, I would not be able to tell you two years ago what uh, my one friend's mom got me for Christmas at that same party at my at, uh, at Nikki's parents' house. Right. Um, but I could tell you two years ago one of the memories Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I cherish. Well, we were talking. More. We were talking about this last night. There are so many other things in life that can trigger memories and good feelings and good emotions and good experiences. Last night we were talking about music. There's stuff like this. These non-materialistic aspects to holidays or moments in life. It's like, why are we so focused on getting? different gifts for people in these material things like what's i don't know it makes me always think every year i think about this but then i still do it as like what is forcing me to go and get gifts for people I like mean, I, I literally sat down and made a list a couple weeks ago of people i needed to get christmas gifts for and i was like shit why am i even doing this yeah i you guess because christmas is just that holiday that is that is when you get people's stuff and i think I so, wish I wish I was one of those people that didn't feel like they needed to get everything for everybody. Let's well, let's let's take a step back. Let's think about this here. So growing up, we got presents because Santa. we were we were good. Santa was real. Okay, listen, we we would get presents because right. we were being good. We were being rewarded. So in a way, think about it. We want to get these gifts for these people because we want to reward them for being great to us or being important to us or affecting us. Think about it. True. Because I'm sure every single person that you put on your list, you care about in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know? there is. But my list is, like, sometimes I drag it out. For I remember, like, a few years ago I said I'm only going to get gifts for my immediate family and three or four friends around my circle because it gets expensive. It's so expensive now to buy Christmas gifts and things like that. Yeah. And my dumbass usually waits until now. And now I'm like, shit, what can I get on Amazon for like two day shipping? Me, I am, whenever I get gifts for somebody, I'm so about personalization. Because, mm-hmm. for example, like if I were to go and buy you like a sweater for Christmas, mm-hmm. I'd probably not pick the right one. Like I know you, but I feel like I would get your style <laughs> wrong. So, for example, last last year when I got you your 
Christmas gift that I did. The Christmas give. gifts we never gave each other? No, I remember <laughs> I gave you yours like a month ago. Yeah, I, exactly. A, a month ago. A month we ago. fucking forgot. We just kept forgetting. Um, But, you know, your Christmas gift last year, I really like I thought about it. I was like, what is something that she really can't get for herself that she wouldn't think to get for herself? Like what? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, So, yeah. Do you know what you can get somebody for Christmas? A Muslim backpack. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Honestly, I was sitting here like, oh my God, it's time to plug it. It's time to plug it. Guys, the holidays are here. And although we're talking about how you don't want to get material things for people, this is a great material thing to get for somebody. It's very useful. It's very thoughtful. It is thoughtful. You can actually get them personalized. You can get them personalized. Get them personalized. Perfect for your homie on the go. And you know what's even better? We have a promo code. We say Ooh. it here every week. You know it. You love it. It's keeping it together for 20% off your purchase. And I'm not sure yet. They haven't told anybody yet, but I think there's going to be some holiday discounts coming up. So even better. You don't have to spend a ton of money to get something for someone that they are going to use in everyday life. I like functional gifts. If functional usually, gifts are good. Usually when I Christmas shop for people, I think, okay, what can this person use? Like, there's, I have a really, um, two of my really good friends, Aubrey. Hi, I know you're listening. Aubrey and Curtis, I love getting them, like, these functional gifts. Like, last year I got them this game called Drunk, Stoned, or Stupid. And it was like, it's like um, Cards Against Humanities, but they're different scenarios, and you have to guess if that person's drunk, stoned, or stupid in the scenario. It's hysterical. And the gift I got them this year, I'm so pumped for it. It's like a very functional gift. I can't tell them because Aubrey listens to the show. So I can't say it on here. A, But I like doing things that you can experience with somebody. And with these backpacks, you can use them to go and travel somewhere. You can use them to commute from work. Like, it's something that could bring a little bit more meaning and helpfulness in your life. Yeah. So you use promo code keeping it together for 20% off your purchase. She, Sabrina's giving me this look right now. Like, what the fuck? Why did you just plug this? I, I mean, honestly, as I sit here and I think about it, that was a perfect spot to do it. Honestly, it was great. I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> um, it's right there. I listed it. I put it there. At some point, I was going to plug it. But here we are. And they are perfect Holy for the holidays. Holy shit. Season. You planned this. <laughs> How did you plan I'm the words I was going to say? I'm trying to get creative. Have I been manipulated? Yes, by me. At least we're best friends. Oh, damn. It's fine. I'm tired of this manipulation. Oh my god. Not here. We- <laughs> Speaking of that, do you feel manipulated to celebrate the holidays? <laughs> um, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean by that? Do you feel like you have to do something during the holidays? Thanksgiving being the first one of the holiday season, so to speak. Everybody oh, my God. Knows yeah, it's- because it's just a part of our society. It's part of our culture. Like, that's just the day you mm-hmm. do stuff. You have to. Like, everybody stuff. has their traditions. I had this one friend. He once told me that every year for Thanksgiving, he would go to a strip club. And I was like, okay. So he, and he would say that that's his protest of Thanksgiving. So he's not doing anything. I said, well, you said you do it every year. Clearly, that's something you do every year to celebrate, quote unquote, the holiday season. And it's like we still have these things that we do on these days, whether we like to acknowledge them that they're a celebration of some point. You have your own tradition. I'm sorry. I I just I just got really sad because I thought about how strippers have to work on Thanksgiving and not spend time with their family. I'm <laughs> oh sorry. My God. I went there. I don't even know Sabrina. why I went there. I'm I might be sad. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, hey, they have their tradition of stripping on Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh my God, it's a thing. It. It's a thing. But it, it's this whole thing of like, what is it a bad thing 
to feel like we're we're forced to celebrate the holidays. Is it a bad thing that we're forced to continue to buy presents and gifts and do these things for the people in our lives? Like my mom talks about how long her Christmas list is every year because she always likes to give to the service people um, in her life. That's her mailman. That's um, she used to tell me when she used to have an apartment, like she would give it to her landlord or her super in the building. And, like, all these different people that do a service for the holidays. And I remember telling my mom I I didn't, like, give my super cash for Christmas last year. Like, I baked him cookies because, one, he's not a great super. And, like, two, I felt felt compelled to do something because he's the super of my building even though he's a shitty super. (sighs) It's like, where do we – like, I think, yes, we need to – give more to the people that work in the service industry and work in these different industries that they have to do a job and something during this time of year. And it's crazy and it's hectic. I will always tip more during this year. I will always make sure that my friends in the service industry are taken care of. Like I, even though I'm broke as fuck, I still will do that because those are people who do a lot more than I do during the year. Yeah. But like, what, like where was it what kind of floored it? I don't know. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, what floored people to leave something for their mailman every year for Christmas or leave something for the super or, like, these types of jobs? Honestly, I couldn't tell you because... I couldn't tell you I either. Really, I really did Our not... Our parents were huge you generations of it. You know, when I learned it. it was a thing was when I was watching Friends. Really? And Monica just lost her job, oh. so she couldn't give money to um, the super or the mailman or anything. And the that. super she was gave them cookies. Well, no, the mailman was pissed. Oh, yeah, the mailman the was mailman pissed. The mailman was pissed um, that she only baked him cookies. And then it also poses the question, like... They were expecting something. Yeah. And I didn't like that. I didn't like it. You should never expect a gift. You should never expect somebody to do that. What you should expect is that person to spend time with you. The yeah. people around you to spend time. I can't stand when people expect me to give them a gift. Yeah. Like, one, you know I live in New York and I'm struggling and I am making my ends meet but i'm making my ends meet and it's a stretch for people our age to go out and buy these things and, and to give like that so if mm-hmm. we're going that extra step because we really feel like we're compelled to because that person's given so much more value in our life that's a great thing but you should never expect it you should never expect it i hate that i don't i don't expect presents like ever Mm-mm. they are very nice when i get them so then when i do get presents and you know me you love fucking presents. I get very excited. Get like, so I am an excited. easily excitable person. I know you are. I just get really happy about life um, when things like that happen. Yeah. And so, I freaking love it. If anybody wants to send me a gift, like, so do it. do you think <laughs> gifts have to mean material things then? No. Define. Why? Why are we not? So, well, because you can give the gift of an experience. Okay. Then you can get concert tickets or, mm-hmm. like, plane tickets. So that's why they don't have to be material. That, to me, is still something material. Can it? It can be. Because you're... I mean, it can if you look at it in different ways. I mean, those are the best kind of gifts because you're gifting so then what, the opportunity to go out with somebody or do something. So then when you ask me the question, um, does the gift have to be material, what are you thinking of that is tangible? Material? Tangible. It, it has to be a non-tangible gift. So what what would you define as non tangible? Hmm. I think. So you you can't ask this question and then not like. I know it's hard. This is a very hard question to answer. Why would you do this? Because it's a good one to start thinking about. You know. Because I don't like thinking. Oh, I have to get like, I have to go on Amazon and buy something for them to do like for them to have or whatever. And 
I always want to think like whatever I'm giving they can do for more than just one occasion. Um, although I love like ex- the experience gifts of like trips or a concert or going to a comedy show or things like that. Those are great, great things to to do with somebody because you're not just giving this opportunity to like go out and, and have a night out with that person. But you're also gifting memories. And that's mm-hmm. more what I think it should be about is not. Is like, what can I do to create a memory with somebody? What can I do that we could talk about from months or years from now as like a really, really great and special night? So I guess more along your words than I guess I would consider those non-material things. Don't give me that look. Don't give me that look. Sometimes you just got to talk it out. You got to talk it out. There you go. You figured it out. You're welcome. Oh, really? (laughs) So to answer your question, it doesn't have to be material, a gift. I know it, it really so. doesn't. No, it doesn't. And it always frustrates me when people like I see those news stories of people on Black Friday literally punching each other for like a TV oh, or I a PlayStation. I think that's insane. It's ridiculous. Like, why have we continued to let this go on for the deals? Yes. But that's why I like Cyber Monday, because I'm not pushing over somebody to grab something and take it with me. I'm not like physically going against somebody Mm -hmm. every year. There's always crazy stories of people on black Friday. One of them uh, I was reading the other day, a woman was in a Best Buy and there was one Nintendo switch left. So she ran and dove for the switch and somebody dove over her. And then somebody dove over that other person for the switch. Cause I guess there was some really big deal there or whatever. So three people are tackled on each other for this Nintendo switch. And they then start punching and kicking each other. But then somebody comes from behind them and takes the switch. So these three people are sitting here punching and kicking each other. In, are you in a, in a serious? Store, in a store, get this arrested. This is like a scene from a TV show or a they, movie. Best part, they get arrested and then come to find out that the Nintendo Switch was gone. And they got pissed at Best Buy because the Nintendo Switch was gone. Yeah, it's this whole thing. Like, why are people so obsessed with getting all of these electronics and things like that? And it's like, what is going on? What the hell, mm-hmm. man? This is insane. Don't get me wrong. Love a good Nintendo Switch, but I would never punch or kick somebody what to the get hell a, is Nintendo- a Nintendo Switch. Dude, you don't know what they are? Dude, they're so cool. They're these gaming consoles. They're intended for, like, mobile. You've definitely seen people play these on the train. They hold them like this. They're red and blue, and then there's a black screen. They also have a console where you can stick it in and, like, shoot it on your TV. A lot of people have been playing, like, Mario Tennis and Mario Kart with them. No. See me? The last mm. the last device I had was a Nintendo DS. I remember those. Those were fun. Remember when you used to play the puppies game? Oh, my God. My dogs are dead Nintendo dog. Sure. Oh, my dogs are gone. Or, no, gone. They, they, like, run away. Oh yeah, that's what they do. They went. They ran away to a new family. They ran away. That's that's pretty sad to tell a kid. Like, hey, by the way, you don't have your virtual dog anymore. It ran away because you ran didn't away. love it. That's awful. It's so awful. But those were fun games. That was like back in the day. But you know, people back in the day too were doing the same thing. Now it's a Nintendo Switch versus a DS. It's a whole thing. You look a little floored there. I'm a little upset because I missed my mouth. (laughs) Did you? Oh, my God. You spilled on your sweater. The gray sweater. (laughs) How do you get wine out of a club soda? Well, I'm going to go need to get some club soda. There you go. Honestly, I got that tip from friends. I I remember hearing it one day because I was watching friends and drinking wine. And Monica said, you use a little club soda to get something out. And I was like, dumb enough at the point to think like it would work. But it worked. But it worked. It did the damn thing. Like, what do I do right now, though? Yeah. You just you just let it be. Right. Nothing. You just got to let it be. 
You let it happen. This is awful. Hashtag holiday season. I was just so just enveloped in your in your speaking. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm doing well, you know. I am obviously not, so keeping it together hard. You're being the subpar ho today. Shut up. <laughs> uh the other point I kinda wanted to talk about with this is every Everybody deals with it when they're this age, whether they're in college or post-grad or in your 30s or whatever, and you have to go home to see family. A lot of us now don't live in this in our, our hometowns, or if we do, we live on our own or whatever, and it's always going home and answering the classic holiday questions from family and from friends you haven't seen in a while. When I would come home from college, it'd be like, how's college? What are you majoring in? Do you know what you're going to do with that yet? And when I was single at the time, it was, so why are you single? No special someone in your life? And it's like, why do family and friends feel compelled to bring these questions up? Like, why is it always during this time of year you know you're going to get asked these questions well, and I you think, have to answer them? I think that's them. just when the family sees you because you're at a family gathering. Yeah, but I've, I've gone to other family gatherings other than this time of year. And I don't get those questions. It's probably because this time of year, people are like getting engaged, announcing they're pregnant, and all that stuff. It makes me want to vomit. I've already started seeing that stuff. It is that. It, apparently, it's like cuffing season. What is cuffing season? You're more in than I am. Cuffing season. What is cuffing um, season? I'm obviously not doing well at it. So cuffing season is when you hook up a bay. You're just kind of supposed to start in um in October. Mm. Um. And is it because it's cold out? Yeah. So basically, you get a you get a bay for the holidays. Um, <laughs> oh my god! So you you get together with them, but it's such a short amount of time that you don't have to get them a Christmas present. Mm. But you get to like cuddle with them and stuff, and then you break up. But with what them do you before feel Valentine's compelled to get them Day. something on Christmas if you're you're celebrating? I don't know. My logical thinking is like if I'm celebrating the holidays with a special somebody, I have to do something. So right right now, I'm thinking in my head of like anybody that I've met in October, and if like we were like doing something, would I get them a present? Um, no, I probably wouldn't. Really. Maybe, like, something, like, crappy. Like, like something stupid. Bar. Something stupid, maybe. But, like, there's... And I, get, I, I get the before Valentine's Day thing. That's yeah, smart. Love before that, Valentine's love Day. Love that shit. But it's basically just to have another human to, um, like, cuddle with. To snuggle with. I'm not doing very well with that, you know? <laughs> I got my cat. Yeah, hey, that's somebody. Lula's an important person. Dude, I took a nap with her yesterday. And like you're already cuffed, you're cuffed to your I cat. Would, I am cuffed to my cat. I was laying on my side, and she like came up like right, like she laid on her side. It was kind of like we were like spooning, mm. and I like put my arm on her belly, and I was like rubbing her belly, Did and she just, purr. She was purring like it was the purring cutest. Like a kitty. It was the cutest thing I could Damn. have died. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> in that I, moment, in that moment, I'm honestly, sorry. I'm still dying I with how miss, cute it was. I miss my dog back home. I miss her so much. She was the cutest little cockapoo. And every time I see dogs or cats, it makes me want to get one. Like my boyfriend has a cat, and I feel like I really go over to his place just to see his cat. Like he's great. Hang he's, on, he's great. He's wonderful. You, you about to but get like, a cat? He has a cat, and I love that cat, and I want that cat to love me. I just wanted, I want to give it all of my love and attention, and I wanted to just give it right back. Cat, cats are very territorial. Cats I've, are territorial. I've noticed because I see how my cat interacts with other people, and she's a very she's a very loving cat, mm-hmm. but she will not give them as much attention as me. You know what's the best Christmas present? What? An animal. Listen. When I was a kid, I always wanted like a dog with a bow on its head to like pop out, and I was always pissed at my parents every Christmas when I was a, a child that I, it was not a puppy. That was like what I really wanted, and we got a dog like 
when we got my dog Molly. You've met Molly. Most beautiful Molly's cockapoo adorable. that walked the earth. Oh, she's an angel. She's 14 now, and she's got a little grand urchin. She's old. I told my mom we have to color her hair now so she can, like, stay young and beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> she acts like a puppy all the time, but we got Molly in um, August of 2000. I think it was 2007. It was August of 2007. Um... And her birthday was in December. So she was just, we got her when she was a puppy and she was getting ready to turn, um, what was she getting ready to turn that year? She was getting ready to turn one. She was already like past her first birthday or whatever and it was in December. So we didn't know when to like give her her birthday. So we made it Christmas Eve. So that way that Christmas when she came out, she had a little bow on her head. I love a good dog. That is some cute shit Honestly, right there. some some of the best... The reason I love the holiday season in New York is because dogs come out with sweaters on. They have oh, sweaters and little snow boots. I Ooh. saw a dog in a raincoat today. I live for that shit. <sighs> I live for the dogs in their Christmas sweaters. I love the dog moms and dads that get their dogs like really festive Christmas sweaters. I'm debating on whether or not to get something for Lula. Mm. You definitely should. Um, what are you talking about? You definitely should. 110%. Get her a little... Get She'll hate hat. it. Oh my nah, god! Not a hat, it. a sweater, a sweater, a sweater. Or she boots. might overheat. Her on... little boots, <laughs> little snow boots. She doesn't go out in the snow, but like I love when they're. In the you know what boots. I really want to get? Hmm. It's not Christmas related. I just want to get one of those backpacks with like the window in the oh, back for a cat, a cat pack. Could you imagine me walking around the city with my cat in my backpack? She, honestly, it would be a very normal thing after half the things I see on the subway. Another reason I wrong. love the holidays in New York. The weirdest shit on the subway comes out and comes alive. I feel like those people know that the tourists are coming in town and they want to, like, just be extra weird during this time because there's so much going on. And it never surprised me what I see. Never does. Like, yesterday I was on the subway. I was with my cousin. Um, She came into town and I took her and her friend downtown Union Square and I was joking about how I've seen people in between train cars, like, smoking cigarettes or drinking or doing something. Next thing I know, this person passes next to us and goes to, like, open the train door to go into what we thought was the next train car. And now he went out there to uh, smoke a cigarette and was just hanging out there. We're just hanging out in between the train cars. Dude, I don't know how people travel between train cars. I can't do it. Can't do it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. That shit scares me. That is terrifying. subway people under the grates come out. It's a whole thing. (laughs) That's when the subway people come out. You know, the people that live underneath the tracks. Are there really people that live underneath the tracks? There are people that live underneath the tracks. It's a thing. They never really come out. They just, like, mind their business. They live with the rats. You've never heard of this, the, like, mythical thing of the subway creatures? But but I thought a myth, like, isn't real. Not necessarily, because people have seen people sticking their hands up from underneath the tracks. And, like, every year that I've lived here, that's when I've seen this happen. And so I am anticipating it happening this year again. I, I live for seeing all the weird shit during the holidays. You know what I really want to see? Did you ever see that peacock that was riding on the subway? I've seen pictures of You've it. Seen pictures yeah. of it. Supposedly, the peacock has a sweater. Shut the front door. Because that man brings it around town. I really want to see a peacock on the subway with a Christmas sweater. Honestly, like, what possesses a person to just get a pet peacock? You know, the w- you can't really cuddle he it. said you can't really I don't really understand why it's almost a little cruel that it's in a home and doing that. But it's kind of funny. But it is a little animal cruelty, to be honest. But like people have the weirdest emotional support animals now. And, and you know, this is the time of year people are going to get those emotional support animals. It's always like that because it's good to adopt dogs or cats. I, I'm always adopt own shop. I'm, I'm a huge person on that. 
And this is a year that people will start doing it because the holidays are coming. There's lonely cats or lonely dogs. So people adopt them into their homes. But then people go weird and they get the weirdest support animals. Like, I know this girl. She has an emotional support pig. What? Like, a pig. And I find it weird that, like, people want to, like, have pigs as pets. Honestly. I mean, call, call me crazy. But, like, that's a weird obsession I will never understand. And I remember, like, three years ago, there were four girls I knew that adopted pigs. Like, little baby pigs, so that way they could raise them and have them. Like, good on you, but, like, what? Wasn't it a craze, though, people getting, like, teacup pigs? Like, didn't Paris Hilton yeah. have one? And then it grew into, like, an actual, like, a large Well, of pig. course it's going to grow, in, grow into a large pig. Teacup pigs are just pigs when they're babies. And <laughs> if you're manipulating pigs to be a teacup forever, fuck you. That's awful. Let them be a pig. <laughs> Let them be a pig. You know? Like, why do people have to do those weird things? What, what was the woman on, um... She was trying to go on Southwest Airlines, and she had the bird. Remember, she brought the bird through the airport. There was a huge viral thing she about it. She had a bird. It. She had a bird. She had a peacock. Oh, she I had a peacock on her this. shoulder, and yeah, they tried to bring it on the plane because it was an emotional support animal. Like, why do people do that? One, like, why do you get these outrageous emotional support animals? I will never understand. Somebody has a raccoon as an emotional support animal. I'm waiting for the day someone's like, "It's a reindeer," and it's really just like a deer with like antlers. <laughs> I'm like, this is my emotional support animal. I'm like, why do you have this? Why is this even a thing? <laughs> it's just always, like, the weirdest shit. I, I will never understand it. Ever. Yo, man, I don't know, but sometimes the pet chooses you. You think? So how does a pig choose a human? I don't know. If you didn't have Lula, what kind of pet would you have? Like, if you didn't have a cat? Probably a dog. You think? What kind of dog? I've always wanted a golden retriever. Ooh, strong choice. I love golden retrievers. Bold or choice. a corgi, because I like. Oh, love a good corgi. I relate to them because they have like little stubby legs, and I have little stubby <laughs> legs. Sabrina, it's true. That's a little dark. It's not have big butt. It's not dark. You have a big butt. It's true. I am all ass, no waist. T h i c c thick. <laughs> uh, but no, um, yeah, maybe maybe a corgi. I would love a golden doodle. Ah, uh, you know what? I saw mm-hmm. one the other day when mm-hmm. I was walking. Like a damn teddy bear, bro. Oh, they're amazing. You know who has one? It's really cute. Flume. Flume has an Instagram for his dog, Percy. It's called Little Frat Chicken. And, oh, yeah. Because he's. Ha- I've been following his journey of him being a dog dad. I'm already obsessed with him as a DJ and a producer and a human because he's incredible. And now he has this dog and he is the perfect dog dad. Like, he really is, and this dog is just everything, and it makes me want one. They're so fluffy and just happy and playful. It's great. There's another one. There's one of the... Wait, the... golden doodles don't shed, right? No, they don't. Because oh, they're part man. poodle. I know, even better. I think, I think yeah, there's, I would get one of those. There's another one that's really cute I follow on Instagram. His name is Chewy the Dude, and it's a dog. I don't think she's the owner of the dog, but this girl, she has an Instagram called NYC Date Night, and it's my, one of my favorite food blogs and, like, date night spots. She's... um. She's got, like, 30,000 followers on Instagram, and she, like, posts about different restaurants in the city that are great for date nights, but then she randomly posts this golden doodle that I'm obsessed with, Chewy the Dude, and he's a mini golden doodle. A mini? It's a mini, and it is everything, and there was this photo of him in front of a little Christmas tree, and I was like, where's his fucking bow on his head? And then call that a Christmas miracle. That's it. That's That's the sign. I know. Oh, my God. I'm, like, dying. I haven't even seen the photo, and I just think it's already freaking cute. It's absolutely amazing. It's everything. 
But it's like little things like that that you know that the holidays just make me want to get a dog. I really just want to be a dog mom and like call it a day. Well, not now. Not now. Not One now. day soon. Well, to finish this week off, we have a question of the week, and this one came from a listener. <gasps> I know that's why I didn't put it on there. This was so great. I got hey. I got sent in a question on the Instagram. Oh. Well, on my Instagram, somebody um, that I know was like, "Hey, you should talk about this on your podcast." And I was like, "All right, this is interesting." So recently, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer movie has come out to be a controversy. Everybody's talking about how the entire storyline from when it was first created has this subliminal message about bullying and sexism within the movie, um, and because of this. Uh, this listener wants to talk about, like, all these old holiday movies that just come out. And, like, do we think that these holiday movies should still be played if they have these subliminal messages of sexism, bullying, uh, homophobia, and, like, all of these different things? Like, why are they? Why are these Christmas movies, these considered classic Christmas movies, still considered okay when they have these negative uh, messages to them? Because you know all this is, like, a thing. Like, yeah, I know. I'm the like, song Baby It's Cold Outside is about rape. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah no, now, I'm, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, all of these old, considered, quote-unquote, uh, Christmas classics. Um, why, why are we still letting them be played? I mean, I think it's because they are classics. I, huh. It's interesting. I would have never thought the movie Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer... Was going to have any of those messages. And then I watch it after knowing what it is. And it is. People bully this kid for being different. Mm -hmm. Essentially, like, there was this whole thread on Twitter I was reading about how Rudolph represents kind of like that nerdy kid in school with acne on his face and glasses. And just a little bit different than the rest, but has a really good heart. People bully him for being different. And then I guess how Santa in the movie represents sexism and never letting there be... Like other reindeer that are female or having other elves that are female. And it's a very male dominant story. And I was like, damn, this is like legitimately true. It is true. But also think about that era. I know. That's the other thing is like that time in the world in the, from the 20s, pretty much through, I would say the 70s was very, even really through the mid 80s was very male dominant. You know, yeah. and a lot of these stories have those messages and those meanings. So it's like, why are we still celebrating these these classics if they're so fundamentally wrong? I mean, yeah. And then also, too, if we didn't if we didn't have those classics, then what else would we? Well, there's still other movies out yeah. there. That are a whole Elf. Elf is considered Elf. a classic, and there's Elf is classic. It's got an amazing message. The Grinch. True. There are other movies out there that are considered classics. What really floored me is I saw on Twitter, somebody retweeted something and was like, oh, everybody's so sensitive now. Why can't we just watch the Christmas classics? And it's like, no, we should be as a society supporting each other and uplifting each other. And that's what if you're going to make the holidays about anything and you want to amplify it, make it about supporting each other and making it about lifting each other up and about being good humans. And spreading happiness and love and positivity throughout. And if there are things in movies and TV shows that are completely going against that, I don't want to celebrate that. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to take part in that. I, I'm all about just being positive and being a good human. So why not continue celebrating it? That that's my thoughts on on the stands. Yeah. I would. I would say. I would. I. I would say. I'd agreed with you. 
you know? like everything. But you you've seen said. this stuff about how all these movies now are considered offensive. Yeah. I mean, I definitely see why they're offensive. It's weird. Um, There's like a little cognitive dissonance because you've been celebrating them for years. Mm-hmm. And you, you think to them as natural. Like when I think about this time of year, I'm like, let me put on a little holiday movie. Most of the time it's either the Elf or the Grinch. Yeah. Or like a Charlie Brown Christmas or something like classic like that. But I consider it classic. Because yeah. like I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm I'm thinking about, okay, so then what if, I don't know, what if maybe we like remade them? Home Alone was about kidnapping. Literally, Home Alone was about abandonment and kidnapping, if you really take a look at it. And people Honestly, love that movie. They love that movie. I'm like, you abandoned a child. Like, you didn't even go back for him. Like, what? That's so messed up. Technically, she did, but that wasn't until, like, they didn't realize he wasn't with them for a while. So how did, you know, but that's the whole thing. How do you not realize he's not with you? Like, what? Crazy. Absolutely Terrible insane. parenting. That was, what a question. What a question. I, I wasn't ready. You were I, really stumped by it. I was really stumped. I was ready for like a yes or no or like one word answer. Nah. I wasn't ready to get more nah. um, intellectual. Mm-mm. Listen, this is an intellectual podcast. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> nope. Definitely not sure. I know Brianna's not sure. She's shaking her head yes, but we know. We're just degenerates. Degenerates. She supports us because she's a badass boss owner of Gotham, and we love it here. And we love having badass boss women with us. I'm here for it. <laughs> I love it. Um, I think that pretty much wraps us up here for this week's episode. I would say so. Pretty solid. Stay tuned for the rest of our holiday season episodes to come. We're going to be diving into some more. We have some great guests coming up in the next couple weeks, and we're excited to share the journey with us again thanks to wine and coffee cups for the wine i feel like i've drinking over half of this bottle myself it's so good i'm such a big fan it is really good And thanks to muslim for continuing to support us because honestly i don't know what we do without you you know they help us fund our studio time and help us be considered successful podcasters Well, thanks again, guys, for tuning into episode 27. Once again, I'm Alyssa. I'm Sabrina. And thanks for keeping it together with us. And we'll see you back next week for episode 28.